Welcome to the Broadcast Dialogue podcast, the show all about the media industry in Canada. Welcome to Broadcast Dialogue. I'm your host, Sean Smith. This week, 14 Canadian radio broadcast companies announced that they've united behind one streaming technology called Radio Player Canada. Michael Hill is founder and managing director of Radio Player UK, which is providing the platform. Congratulations on bringing Radio Player to Canada, Michael. Thank you. It's been a while uh, and we've had lots of conversations and some very enjoyable trips over as well. But uh, yeah, we're finally there. That's great. Now, Radio Player launched in the UK in 2011 and uh, it's been touted as a groundbreaking partnership between BBC and commercial radio. Can you take us back and just explain what the thinking was? Uh, at the time and and how Radio Player came about? Yeah, I mean, the the problem we were solving there was, um, I know it's impossible to imagine a time before uh, smartphone and tablet boom, but uh, there was one, and it was when people mostly used laptops and computers uh, to do their browsing. Um, It was incredibly difficult to listen to the radio on your computer. That was the problem we were trying to solve. Mm -hmm. There were multiple problems, but uh, one of them was that you often had to download strange codecs to install in your computer like uh, real player and windows media player every radio station used different versions of the web player so the play button was on the left in one and on the right in the other the volume controls were all different many of them just didn't work flat out refused to play uh, and actually getting from one station to another was impossible and and that is one of the beauties of radio everyone's on the same dial mm-hmm. so those were the problems that we set out to solve in the mm-hmm in 2011 by creating the world's first common web player platform. Good. And, and how did you create consensus among the different players? What, what did that process look like? Uh, well, it, it was um, low risk because uh, streaming was only about 2.5% of all radio consumption back then in the UK. So uh, people were putting skin in the game, but not much skin in the game. They knew they didn't have much to lose. Uh, there was only really um, stuff to gain from doing this together. Um, we pitched uh, an idea that was uh, going to solve the user problem, the thing I just outlined about mm-hmm. being difficult to listen to the radio, while allowing stations and groups to retain control over their streaming and their commercial arrangements and actually have their branding still stay front and centre. So in that respect, Radio Player is not like some of the other big radio aggregation platforms where you have to kind of subsume your station to this big thing. Mm -hmm. It is much more flexible than that. And it enables each station or group to carry on streaming at whatever bit rate they want with whatever, whatever provider they want doing whatever commercial deals they want to do, but solving the UX problem. So that's how we pitched it to the industry. It's low risk, maximum gain. And we're doing this in the way that understands and respects radio. It's a streaming radio for radio by radio. Exactly. We're in every country where radio players rolled out, it's been done by a consortium of broadcasters. So radio owning radio. Um, it's also being done uh, in a non-profit way. So no one's trying to make money out of the running of radio player. Uh, we are. That's not to say we're not commercially minded. We know that uh, commercial radio has to make money out of their radio players, and we uh, build a lot of features in so they can do that. But the actual 
organizational structure is not there to make money. We're just there to help grow radio. Now, how do you create sort of a sense of harmony amongst the different groups, which, you know, in Canada, we always say that, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're competitors, but we're friendly competitors. Is that how you would uh, describe it in the UK? Yeah, I mean, we came up with a phrase, a phrase very early on, which was uh, agree on technology, compete on content. Now, that resonated because the technology in that phrase was starting to become expensive and complicated five mm -hmm. years ago. Uh, browsers were all changing, Chrome were changing every day, and Internet Explorer was changing, Firefox was changing, Flash was coming and going in different machines, and radio stations, frankly, with limited resources, were finding it quite hard to keep up. So for a start, we were uh, helping to take a problem off them, which is keeping radio compatible with all these different platforms. Um, that was one area where everyone saw the benefit of agreeing on technology. That's not to say that uh, we don't compete very hard on content and commercials. We still do. Um, but th there was just a recognition that radio, even, even aggregated globally, is still a small player compared to the huge technology and entertainment firms that are now in the world. And those are now our competition. We're not... Uh, competing with the FM station down the road or down the dial. We're actually all competing with Facebook, YouTube, Amazon, Google, Twitter, everything that's demanding our attention. And so radio needs to work together on that. Now, what does the listener adoption look like, say, from 2011 forward? So we saw uh, an initial uh, jump in online listening after about 18 months. Uh, there's always, in every country we've seen Radio Player rolled out, there's always an initial benefit from solving the user experience problem, which leads, uh, in our case, led to a 40% increase in the first 18 months in online listening. Now, we were making a, a big change to a small number. It was only 2.5% of all radio listening. But it was a welcome change. It was an area of growth for radio, which is an industry that needs areas of growth. Then what we typically see is a kind of maturing, if you like, of, of that growth. So having made early gains, the desktop players, the web players, tend to flatten out a bit. Overall, in the world, computer devices are in decline. There are fewer and fewer laptops and desktop computers versus tablets and mobiles. But uh, we are holding our own there in terms of the listening. And so we're defending the early gains we made on those platforms. Mm -hmm. Where we're seeing big, dramatic growth is, of course, in mobile, particularly on Android. Now, I don't know why this is. I think it's possibly because uh, it's much harder to build a reliable radio player app for Android than it is on iOS mm -hmm. uh, because of the fragmentation of the Android platform. There are many different versions of Android on thousands of different devices and the magic of creating a reliable radio app is testing 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 and having um, you know 150 devices in your office to try new streams on and uh, new apps on until you know they work we're very good at that and so our android radio player app is undoubtedly the best in the world and that's why it's growing so fast, we think. Mm. I think you're seeing uh, perhaps a worldwide standard emerging here. I understand you've, uh, you've now signed on a number of other uh, uh, countries as well. Yep. So we previously only European countries. So we, uh, we're up to six countries in Europe now using radio player technology that we invented uh, here four or five years ago. Canada is the first non-European and the first North American country. We think it's very symbolically important for that reason. 
Now, my understanding is that there are 14 radio companies that have signed on in Canada with with more to follow, the exception, of course, being Bell Media. What are your thoughts on Canada having at least two different apps in the marketplace going forward? Well, you know, it's uh, it's all good, actually, because it's all about the strategic growth of radio. So if we can make radio easier to find and use, we, you know, let a thousand apps bloom. It's fine. TuneIn has always been around as an over-the-top uh, huge aggregation for on a global scale 100,000 streams of course that presents its own user experience problems uh, it's often quite difficult to find a particular local station on TuneIn we think the radio player model where there's a, a an app for a given country is fitting right in the middle there between TuneIn on a global scale and single station and group apps uh, at the bottom which is really for your P1 listeners the ones who are dedicated to your content if you just want a radio that works in a expected way, i.e. receives things in my language from around me, then the radio player app is the way to go. And we really don't mind competition because we have by far the best product in the world. In order to launch and oversee radio player in Canada, the CAB has created a radio council comprised of representatives of the different com- companies involved. Any advice for the council? Oh, blimey. I would not... Uh... I would not presume to offer advice to such an august bunch of people. I mean, they have collectively hundreds of years of experience in the media business. And what we found is that uh, radio is different in every country. If I was to think of some general advice about rolling radio player out and being successful, I would say take one simple step at a time. You need to build up trust and goodwill amongst broadcasters. They need to say that, see that you are treating the whole industry fairly, from the smallest station to the biggest one, and that you're acting in the best interests of radio as a whole. So if you can do those things, you'll build up trust and goodwill, and within 18 months to two years, you'll have everyone on your side. Radio Player Worldwide is, is going to be taking Radio Player into the future. Uh, what are the things you're going to be working on over the next little while? Well, so now that we're up to uh, seven countries using Radio Player, with more to come shortly, we think we're going to do a little tweak to how we're organized here in the middle so that we can actually, we didn't envisage this to start with, many of the countries in Radio Player now want to work very collaboratively with all of the other countries in the international Radio Player family. So we're going to massively improve communication across the radio player family. So it's not just a case of everyone using the technology that was invented in the UK. We're going to start inventing more technology together across the radio player family and communicating so we get an international technology roadmap for radio. Uh, That's really important because car manufacturers are starting to make big decisions about how their dashboards work and how radio works in those. Uh, Smartphone manufacturers are starting to make big decisions about how radio should appear there. We're seeing big companies like Amazon launching voice-controlled home uh, platforms like the Amazon Echo. Now, these companies do not think on uh, company-wide scales or country-wide scales. They think on continental scales. They need to work with um, outfits that represent the whole continent or ideally the world. So we need to come up with a way that radio can talk with one voice uh, to Audi and Honda and Ford, to Amazon, to uh, Samsung, um, to Apple, to Facebook, and make decisions about how radio is represented on those platforms for the right reasons. Not to make a quick buck, not 
um, to further some other corporate aim uh, unrelated to radio, but to safeguard the future of proper linear radio as we know and love it. So those are, I know, though that's an impossibly huge task, but that's what I think we need to do, working together across the international radio player family. Well, Michael, um, congratulations. Um, I, I think that the, the future is very, very promising indeed. And uh, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day in London today to, to talk to us about Radio Player Canada. And, and congratulations again. No problem. Have fun listening to the radio on Radio Player. And thanks very much for your time. Radio Player Worldwide is a partnership between Radio Player UK, Seven Digital, All In Media, and the countries that have rolled out Radio Player. They are Germany, Ireland, Austria, Norway, Belgium, and now Canada. Michael Hill is founder and managing director of Radio Player UK. He joined us from London. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. I'm Sean Smith. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.